Section four of the Shipwreck by William Falconer. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Phil Schempf. Canto first, the scene of which lies near the city of Candia. Time about four days and a half. Part one. A ship from Egypt o'er the deep impelled by guiding winds her course for Venice held. Of famed Britannia were the gallant crew, and from that isle her name the vessel drew. The wayward steps of fortune, that delude full off to ruin, eager they pursued, and dazzled by her visionary glare, advanced incautious of each fatal snare. Though warned full oft the slippery track to shun, yet hope with flattering voice betrayed them on. Beguiled to danger thus, they left behind the scene of peace, and social joy resigned. Long absent they from friends and native home, the cheerless ocean were inured to roam. Yet heaven, in pity to severe distress, had crowned each painful voyage with success. Still, to compensate toils and hazards past, restored them to maternal plains at last thrice had the sun to rule the varying year across the equator rolled his flaming sphere since last the vessel spread her ample sail from albion's coast obsequious to the gale she o'er the spacious flood from shore to shore unwearying wafted her commercial store the richest ports of Africa she had viewed thence to fair italy her course pursued had left behind Trinacria's burning isle, and visited the margin of the Nile. And now, that winter deepens round the pole, the circling voyage hastens to its goal. They, blind to fate's inevitable law, no dark event to blast their hope foresaw. But from gay Venice soon expect to steer for Britain's coast, and dread no perils near. Inflamed by hope, their throbbing hearts elate, ideal pleasures vainly antedate. Already British coasts appear to rise, the chalky cliffs salute their longing eyes. Each to his breast, where floods of rapture roll, embracing strains the mistress of his soul. Nor less o'erjoyed with sympathetic truth, each faithful maid expects the approaching youth in distant souls congenial passions glow and mutual feelings mutual bliss bestow such shadowy happiness their thoughts employ illusion all and visionary joy thus time elapsed while o'er the pathless tide their ship through grecian seas the pilots guide occasion called to touch at candia's shore which blessed with favoring winds they soon explore the haven enter borne before the gale dispatch their commerce and prepare to sail eternal powers what ruins from afar mark the fell track of desolating war here arts and commerce with auspicious reign once breathe sweet influence on the happy plain while o'er the lawn with dance and festive song young pleasure led the jocund hours along in gay luxuriance ceres too was seen to crown the valleys with eternal green for wealth 
for valor courted and revered what albion is fair candia then appeared ah who the flight of ages can revoke the free-born spirit of her sons is broke they bow to ottoman's imperious yoke no longer fame the drooping heart inspires for stern oppression quenched its genial fires though still her fields with golden harvest crowned supply the barren shores of greece around sharp penury afflicts these wretched isles there hope ne'er dawns and pleasure never smiles the vassal wretch contented drags his chain and hears his famished babes lament in vain these eyes have seen the dull reluctant soil a seventh year mocked the weary laborer's toil no blooming venus on the desert shore now views with triumph captive gods adore no lovely helens now with fatal charms excite the avenging chiefs of greece to arms no fair penelopes enchant the eye for whom contending kings were proud to die here sullen beauty sheds a twilight ray while sorrow bids her vernal bloom decay those charms so long renowned in classic strains had dimly shone on albion's happier plains now in the southern hemisphere the sun through the bright virgin and the scales had run and on the ecliptic wheeled his winding way till the fierce scorpion felt his flaming ray four days becalmed the vessel here remains and yet no hopes of aiding wind obtains for sickening vapors lull the air to sleep and not a breeze awakes the silent deep this when the autumnal equinox is o'er and phoebus in the north declines no more the watchful mariner whom heaven informs oft deems the prelude of approaching storms no dread of storms the master's soul restrain a captive fettered to the oar of gain his anxious heart impatient of delay expects the winds to sail from candia's bay determined from whatever point they rise to trust his fortune to the seas and skies thou living ray of intellectual fire whose voluntary gleams my verse inspire ere yet the deepening incidents prevail till roused attention feel our plaintive tale record whom chief among the gallant crew the unblessed pursuit of fortune hither drew can sons of neptune generous brave and bold in pain and hazard toil for sordid gold they can for gold too oft with magic art can rule the passions and corrupt the heart this crowns the prosperous villain with applause to whom in vain sad merit pleads her cause this strews with roses life's perplexing road and leads the way to pleasure's soft abode this spreads with slaughtered heaps the bloody plain and pours adventurous thousands o'er the main end of section four